what is up? Episode 2 of Till the Last Shot with Tyler Thompson. Same old, same old, same duo. This is episode 2. You guys are in for a good episode. Tyler, what's the schedule? This is going to be a great episode. So first we got what's going on with the Browns. And then after that, we're going to do our weekly our, our episode. Every episode, Rise and Shines. So um, this time we're going to do the best NFL QBs um, other than Tom Brady. Uh, what's next for the Knicks? And then off of that, we're going to go with uh, Carmelo Anthony and what he can do to help his new team in the Blazers. And then we're going to end with uh, a little bit of Jeopardy. Uh, I'm going to tease it right now, but uh, a little bit of Jeopardy. So you guys are going to want to listen to the full episode. Oh, yes. So let's go into what's going on with the Browns. They're in a rough situation, I would say, with Miles Garrett out. And they just released recently that Miles Garrett, the minimum suspension is just done for, like, playoffs and season. That's just the minimum. And that could just, all it's going to do is get worse for the Browns. But they do have, like, the easiest schedule left in the NFL, I'd say. They play the Bengals, the Dolphins, Steelers again. That's going to be interesting. What do you think? So, yeah, I mean, they're in a... They're in a difficult situation. They're four and six right now, I believe. Um, and, you know, they have the second easiest schedule in the NFL the rest of the season. You know, you play the Bengals twice. That should be two wins. You play the Steelers without Big Ben. Um, you play the Dolphins coming up this week, like you said. And then the Cardinals, who are a young team oh, that yeah. aren't very good. So the best team you have left on your schedule, and the only real challenge should be the Baltimore Ravens, who are just outstanding. Oh, yeah. Um, so basically, the Browns have to win out to win their division. I don't think there's a huge chance of that. Um, they have to win out to even maybe get a wild card. So I don't know. I- I'll just be happy if they play good the rest of the season. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I I mean, I really don't think we're going to make the playoffs this year, to tell the truth, because the competition is just rising with the Ravens and how good they're doing, although they do play the Rams, that should be a close one. But even if the Ravens lose, I I just have a feeling the Browns aren't making the playoffs this year. Yeah, I don't think they will, but hopefully they'll show some improvement and going on to next year they can just ride that momentum. Um, Got a question for you. So with the Browns, do you stick it? Let's say we lose one game the rest of the year, have a great rest of the year. Do you stick with Freddie Kitchens? Oh, that's a good question. Sorry, I'm putting you on the spot here. Um, I'm going to say... You want me to answer my own question first? I, oh, I got it. Okay. I'm going to say yes, because it's a new team, new players coming in, like Odell. I mean, yeah, everyone says, like, their team chemistry shouldn't change at all with Odell and Jarvis playing together, but, like, this, it's not, like, just them two. Like, Baker... I would, if honestly, I would kind of feel left out because Baker and Jarvis, or not Baker and Jarvis, Jarvis and Odell are such good friends. Like, the team chemistry is just messed up. I'd say he, like, Freddie Kitchens, being the coach, like, kept it together kind of and just did what he could, I'd say. So, yeah, I think I would keep him. I agree. Uh, this, this would be, if they got rid of Freddie, it would be, Freddie's already Baker's third coach and, um, his his NFL career, he's only been playing for a year and a half. So I, I like to keep the consistency. Yeah, Freddie Kitchens does some not good stuff, but, I mean, he's he's a rookie coach. He's never been a head coach of anything before. 
So he's going to make mistakes and he's going to learn and grow. But I think you're right. If Freddie's got a lot of it on his plate and what it seems is he keeps the team together and he keeps that chemistry together and he's got to deal with a lot of superstars. So um, keeping them together is a huge task rather than other than what he already has to do. So, yeah, I, I'd say so too. We're going to go right into Rising Trend with the best NFL QB other than Tom Brady. Rise and Shine's coming right up, so we have to choose the best NFL quarterback. And just a little recap, Tyler, go ahead, give a recap. So of last week, week um, our Rise and Shines, uh, we did NBA, so who we think is an up-and-coming player in the NBA that could possibly be really good and maybe even win the MVP one day. So AJ went with Donovan Mitchell for the Jazz, and I went with... Um, Zach Levine for the Bulls. Um, I I came out on top last week, so I'm one to zero going into this week. I'm feeling okay. I'm not sure if I'm gonna win, but um, yeah, you're gonna lose, and I know it. <laughs> okay, okay. So this week we're doing uh, the best NFL QB other than Tom Brady. Um. So, who's your quarterback? Uh, no, actually, you I'll go first. first. You go first. I'm going with. Technically, the second best quarterback because I still think Tom Brady's the best, but I'm going with Lamar Jackson. Why do you say that? Oh, I'll well, give mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I had two, but I think I am going to go with Russell Wilson. All right, that's fair. Both running quarterbacks. I think they're the two MVP candidates this year, front running right now, too. Yeah, I'd say so. But um, I, I'm technically cheating because I chose a running back and a quarterback, as some say. But, yeah, that's my first reason. He can run. He he could play running back if, like, the Ravens just all of a sudden got Tom Brady. They'd probably put Lamar Jackson at running back. So that's my first reason, Tyler. No, I'll agree with you with that. Lamar is definitely a better runner than Russell Wilson. Even though Russell Wilson can run, um, Lamar is definitely, that's a part of his game that no other quarterback has. Um. Well, Russell Wilson, what's big with quarterbacks is not turning the ball over. So um, I'm going to go with that. Uh, Russell Wilson is really good at protecting the ball, and he doesn't turn it over at all. If I mean, this year he's been awesome at not turning the ball over and being careful with it. So that's my first reason. Unlike Baker Mayfield. Anyways. Whoa, um, whoa, whoa, whoa. Lamar Jackson, I'd say he does the same, but Russell Wilson, once again, for sure has him beat with turning the ball over. Lamar Jackson will turn the ball over every once in a while, just like Russell Wilson will, but nowhere even close as much as Lamar, I'd say. But, yeah, Lamar knows how to, like, I'd say, like, hold it. And when he knows that he has to slide or run out of bounds for the team, I'd say. And, I know what you mean. Um, oh, gosh, someone just got on my throat. <laughs> Okay, well. <laughs> I thought I was going to call. But anyways, my second reason is same. Russell Wilson or not Russell, Lamar Jackson knows when to like stop what he's doing and isn't stupid with it. He's very smart with the ball, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Okay. My next one is Russell Wilson knows how to win. Now, you might say, yeah, Lamar Jackson has him that on this year, but Russell Wilson's got that experience, and he knows how to win games, 
And this year, he might not have as great a record as the Ravens, but um, he knows how to win. So that's my second reason. Yeah, and actually, one time I was watching this show, and they were interviewing Russell Wilson, and they were like, they said, um, or Russell Wilson said he likes, or he hates losing more than he likes winning, which I just find that with his, like, mentality, he's ready to go into it and win the game for the team. I agree. So, so I give that to you. My third reason is Lamar Jackson knows how to get it done against the good teams. For example, beating the Texans 41-7, to or I think that was a score, something like that. But they blew them out, and the Texans... That was last week, yeah. Yeah, the Texans are doing really good. Along, they beat the Patriots, and Lamar Jackson, right after the game, still says Tom Brady's the GOAT, which... I agree with, and Tyler, I think you agree with, too. I do. In NFL quarterbacks. But, yeah, I'd say that, too. Tyler, <sighs> what's your next reason? You know what? I can't think of a third reason. Uh, I think you got me on that one. I was going to say Russell Wilson has a Super Bowl, but he also gave away a Super Bowl. So, um, yep, I think you took uh, episode two for Rise and Shine. I will take that any day. So we're so, one and one. So that's it for Rise and Shine's. We're going straight into what's next for the Knicks. So, we're just going straight into it. Um, The Knicks are in a sticky situation, I would say, with knowing the fact that Marcus Morris is their leading scorer. I mean, 18 points, that's not bad, but what's next, Tyler? Well, let's see. They're 4-10 and 10 on the year, so a rough start. They're probably going to be another lottery pick team. Um. You know, over the summer, they really wanted KD and Kyrie, and everybody thought that they would go there, but um, they struck out when it came to that. Um, I think it has a large part to do with their ownership and just what the culture's like there. And KD and Kyrie picked Brooklyn instead, so, you know, how how are they going to move on from uh, what happened over the summer than that failure? I mean, they had a lottery pick last year, and Kyrie and Durant still didn't want to come back. So, um Right now, I mean, they got R.J. Barrett, but um, their next highlighting star is Marcus Morris and Julius Randle, so um, I guess they got to draft well. Yeah, I, I agree so, but, like, I say the Knicks are in a situation where, like, I feel like they have what it takes to get on a win streak and not be 4-10. and 10. I Like, Marcus Morris, I like what they're doing with him. I mean, obviously, he's probably playing the best he has ever played, along with Julius Randle, probably, and obviously R.J. Barrett with this being his first season. But, like, the Knicks know what to do with young talent, but they just are bad. Like, they need a star to, like, turn this team around. I agree, and it all I think it kind of starts with the culture, bringing a veteran that, you know, can set a better culture for um, the Knicks. And also their draft picks aren't really painting out. Uh I mean, Kevin Knox is okay, but he's kind of has one part to his game. He he can dunk. That's about it. Um, and then Dennis Smith Jr. just hasn't panned out for them. He had a really good first year, and they thought he was going to have a very good upside, um, but just hasn't panned out for them. So, mm-hmm. um, like, like I said earlier, I just forgot to mention that um, they know what to do with young talent. Mitchell Robinson, I didn't know who he was going who? into. Exactly. <laughs> He he's young center and he's really good. He's putting up good numbers, I'd say, for 
half of the people not even knowing who he is. So, I mean, my guess is what with the Knicks do is get good draft picks or do whatever they can to draft good, I guess. Yeah, I think that's their plan of approach is definitely drafting. Yes. So, going right off of that, we're going with... Going straight into it? Yep. All right. Diving right in. Carmelo Anthony and what he could do with the Portland Trailblazers. Wait, what? I thought... We're talking about what's next for the Knicks. Doesn't Carmelo play for the Knicks? Oh, yeah. Well, wait, what? I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I'm making a joke. I'm making a joke because Melo used to play for the Knicks. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now he's washed up. Oh, wait. Oh, so, I mean, you just start off right there. You said he's washed up. Okay. So, do you think he is so, going to do anything for the you know, Blazers? In the first episode, I said the Trailblazers are going to make a move to pick up a star. Well, guess what? Whoever their GM needs to be fired because <clears throat> he is not what I was talking about. Carmelo Anthony is, let alone his talent isn't what it used to be. His All he has is a jump shot, and he's a cancer in the locker room. Why, oh, why, oh, why would you pick him up? Um, His first game, he scored 10 points, sure. But I just think that his mentality and his personality is just going to be bad for that team. Um, Yeah, Um, just I want to mention the fact that before I say if it was good or bad, Carmelo Anthony started last night, and that was the last time he started was more than a year ago, other than last night which I find crazy that they just decided to start him. And he only had 20 minutes. That's 20 crazy. minutes for a starter. That's pretty crazy. And only 10 points for a starter, too. That's kind of rough. And, like, he's... He I, mean, is, I guess they're trying to ease him in. But yeah, that's true. Why would you start him? Yeah, I'd probably put him at, like, six-man or something. And and I don't really know why the Trailblazers would sign him. I'm with you, Tyler. I mean, they have good quality small forwards like they could put Rodney Hood there when they need a shooting lineup or Kent Bazemore like they've got what they have for the small forward position I don't think they'd ever want to put Carmelo at shooting guard but like I don't know I I'd say it was a stupid move because like he doesn't pass the ball too he had I think zero assists last night actually if I checked right probably and Dame didn't play last night but I'm actually excited to see what it's like to watch Dame and Carmelo play together. Here's a question that, you know, maybe, I mean, we're going off the pass with Melo. Maybe he, you know, finally figured out, okay, I'm going to be a role player. I'm going to buy into the team. Um, I'm going to be a good teammate, blah, blah, blah. I mean, that's what he's going to have to do. So if he wants to stay on that team for the rest of the year, that's what he's going to have to do. So uh, we'll see how it plays out. Yeah, I'd say so too. But I'm just thinking off the top of my head, this would be interesting. What if Prime Carmelo was on the current day Blazers? Wow. Would the Blazers... Well, I think the Blazers... I don't think they would win at all, honestly. I mean, the West is tough, I agree. But Prime Melo with Damian Lillard? Yeah, that's true. Wow. But Prime Melo also didn't pass. That's that true. one night he had 62 points with zero assist. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I see where you're coming from. So who's going to be the main scorer, Dame or? Oh, Prime Mello. It'd be Prime Mello. It, I think it'd be like LeBron, how LeBron and Kyrie play with each other. Oh, 
Oh, I yeah, think it'd be right. very similar to that. When you had kind of, not prime Kyrie, but almost to his prime Kyrie, and then LeBron just on the edge of his prime. And you just... Very similar. You just pointed out the exact point I was trying to make. Those two together, totally forgot about CJ McCollum, Hassan Whiteside, Jusurf Nurchik, who was injured, but every other player. So, yeah, you just forget about the rest of the team if Carl Carmelo. Exactly. All around trash can, I'd say. (laughs) Like current Carmelo, current Carmelo. Oh, oh, okay, I was going to say. But that's it for what's going on with the Or do you have anything else to say? That's all I got for the Blazers. I mean, they're a contender, but I don't think they're a real contender. And um, who knows? Hint, hint. Maybe next could be what's going. What's next for the Blazers? Next episode because, um, the Knicks are only one game behind with the Trailblazers. Trailblazers are five and ten. Knicks are four wow. and ten. So we're going straight into Tyler. Go ahead and announce it. We're going straight in again. Yeah. Okay. So if you guys haven't heard. Um, Jeopardy is doing uh, an all-time great show, January 7th, so, of 2020, so it's coming up pretty soon. Um, you know, they're, they're having three of their all-time winningest winners face off in one Jeopardy episode, so, you know, I thought it was kind of cool, and I heard on a, another show, um, if we, to ask the question, if we could see all-time greats face off, who would it be? So, obviously, the first thing that comes to your mind, what is it? MJ and LeBron. And just another example would be Tom Brady's Patriots versus um, Joe Montana's 49ers. So I think it'd be cool to kind of talk about, you know, in, you know, all-time greats, players or teams, uh, who would we love to see face off versus each other? Oh, boy. If they're in their prime. So, like, take prime, whatever, and put them together. This is a hard one. I just, first I want to say MJ versus LeBron 1v1, both prime. I'm easily taking LeBron. <laughs> oh, you're going to go into that. Okay, yeah. But for if I could choose one like duo, I just wanted to say that I'd easily choose LeBron because height difference and LeBron is height, sim- weight, yeah. simply a better score. Here's the thing. Um when it comes to when it comes to MJ and LeBron, your dad and my dad are both going to argue that MJ is a better competitor. And even though LeBron might be bigger, MJ would still win that because he's more mentally tough. But I'm with you. LeBron, is just phys- he's a physical specimen. So, yeah, that was basically just a bonus for you guys. But the real thing that this is for, we have to choose, like, a couple duos, fun duos, to, like, go head-to-head. Teams, prime people, like, I don't know. Do you have it? you want me I, to go first? Yeah, I can't. I might be stealing yours, but I'm going to go... Prime, Le- I think it was 2013, which is Prime LeBron and Dwayne Wade together on the Heat versus the 73-9 and nine Warriors. I think that would be a sweet game to watch. That would be really, that would be interesting. I don't know who I got in that game. I have I the... I probably got Warriors. Yeah, same. Better scores, obviously. Better shooters. But Heat just have better defenders, probably. I'd I'd go Warriors. My choice of a matchup is going to be interesting. I think I'd go with... mm, This is hard. You can't think of one or are you still deciding? I... Because I have another one. If you want to think. Alright, this... 
you say yours, and then I'll t- say mine. I'm thinking between two. Okay, so I'm going to go in a different direction, a uh, different sport. Um, and shout out to all the golfers out there. I'm going to go with prime Tiger Woods. So the guy that could not lose versus prime Jack Nicklaus. I think that would be awesome to watch. And I think that's a, that would be a really cool scenario. Um, If we have any golfers listening, I have no clue who that second guy is. Jack, you don't know who Jack Nicklaus is? <laughs> no. He's like the best golf. It's like it's like MJ and LeBron basically. Oh, it's the same. But thing. in golf, yeah. So, so not Tiger's close. LeBron, Jack Nicklaus is MJ. Okay. So I'm I made my decision. I'm going with the 2016 Cavaliers versus this. This is gonna sound weird, but the 2016 Cavaliers versus the current day Lakers. It's the- like. Oh, so like LeBron versus LeBron. Yeah, yeah, it's like the LeBron versus LeBron, and then the LeBron and Kyrie versus the LeBron and Anthony Davis. I feel like both teams have their weaknesses, and they both have their um, strongnesses. I th- <laughs> I know what you mean. I think I would go with the 16 Cavs, and it may be biased, but I'm just going to go with the depth they had. Because yeah. they, they had that third player in Kevin Love, and they just have all those great bench players, not to mention... You know, J.R. Channing, um, mm-hmm. Delhi was was Delhi. Delhi was good that year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'd probably go with the Cavs. But but yet the current day Lakers also have that same kind of bench: Avery Bradley, Demarcus Cousins, who's not even playing right now. It's true. Kuzma, who's on actually a starter, but I I th- I think it would be a close one. But I actually have the current day Lakers. Although I do think LeBron was better in twenty sixteen. I know what you mean. So, I got, I got, I want to throw one more. Yeah, I, I one have more one more after you. I was going to go in the baseball route because, mm. you know, we haven't talked about that much. But I'm kind of struggling to find one because baseball is kind of, it's a big game. Like, I mean, there's a lot of players on each team. So, it's hard to pick, you know, like two individual players. So, you kind of have to go the team route. But, um, I don't know, you say your first and I'll think of what I, what I want to say. Okay, so this is going to sound really funky and probably something you guys have never thought would you would hear. But mine is actually going to be a real life shark in a ver- uh, swimming against Michael Phelps. who's faster that's interesting I've always wanted to know I watched this YouTube video I forget who won but I think it was Michael Phelps by like an inch just be a shark like a like an average sized shark yeah that was on during shark week yeah that's that's a pretty cool idea I like that one well I'm I'm kind of going in a different route too kind of interesting so I want to see Prime Michael Jordan versus Prime Dwight Howard versus Prime Blake Griffin in a dunk competition. Oh, how cool would that be? That I would went be trio cool. there, but um, I thought that I thought that would be awesome. That I Dwight Howard with a Superman suit. I would have Dwight. You'd pick Dwight. Blake yeah. Griffin would be good, too. I think Blake Griffin... Actually, there's a theory on YouTube if you search Blake Griffin should not have won the dunk contest. There was, like, this whole theory and, like, evidence that he... It it was placed that he was going to win as soon as it started. 
Like, they they voted on purpose for him to win. But I'd, I'd have to wipe. But that would be really cool. That would be pretty cool. I can't think of anything else. If, if any of our uh, viewers want to send in some uh, yeah. good uh, all-time Jeopardy great um, battles in the sports world, uh, just hit us up. Um, we'd love to hear them. Maybe we'll talk about them next week. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's it for episode two. All right. I had a blast. And for all those OGs that are still listening, I just want to give a shout out to one person that I know listened to my podcast last week, our podcast last week, Tyler Black. Thanks for listening. Thanks, um, Tyler. Yeah, I, I, I just wouldn't scream in the halls anymore that to go listen to my <laughs> our podcast, but that, that's about it for this week. I'm encouraging it. Screaming in the halls. So no, okay. <laughs> well, see you guys next week. Peace out. Boom.